Hey folks, my name is Jason. I'm one of the pastors at Clearview Church. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. At Clearview, this week, we have been walking through our annual week of prayer. We've been using a lot of a series called Practicing the Way out of Bridgetown Church in Portland. We've been looking at things like listening to God, bringing our needs to God, talking to God, and bringing gratitude to God. Well, today, we're wrapping things up with this idea of simply being with God, simply spending time in His presence. Now, the other day, I was reading an article from Psychology Today about long-term relationships. For anyone who has been married for a while, you will get this, and it might shed some light for the ladies on the behavior of your husbands. Here's what the article said. It was talking about in long, how long-term relationships, there is a shift that takes place from having to do activities all the time together and having conversations to simply enjoying being in one another's presence. Over the years, I've had to actually explain this to my wife, Sarah. I'll have to replace the brakes on our van, which Sarah has no interest in being a part of. Yet, what do I do? I'll ask her to come out and be in the garage with me. And I'll wanna go for a drive, maybe do some hunting, which you guessed it, Sarah has no interest in but I want her to come along. In the article, the author said this, when a man asks you to come to the garage or go fishing and simply sit in the boat or watch a football game, it isn't because he wants conversation or needs your help. It's simply because he wants your presence. I enjoy simply having time with my wife, maybe taking a car ride, holding her hand, not even saying a word. Of course, in every relationship, there should still be communication and you should still do things together, but there is a level of intimacy and comfort in a relationship where you can be alone simply enjoying their presence. Now, this can also be said of our relationship with God. There's an element of relationship we can have with God without thinking about what to say, what petitions to bring, but just being with God. There's what, this is what I want you to grab hold of today. See, trying to live for God before you spend time with God is exhausting. Being with God is the foundation of the Christian faith. So today, we are going to look at what it means to be with God. So if you have a Bible, please turn to 2 Corinthians 3.18. The Apostle Paul writes this. And we all, who with unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So now, I want to unpack a few things from this verse. He starts by saying, and we all, who with unveiled faces. Now, I'm sure many of you have seen this image. A bride walks down the aisle wearing a veil to her groom on the wedding day. What Paul is saying is, this is the image of a bride and a groom. See, when the vows are done and the commitment has been made between bride and groom, what does the groom do? Well, he lifts the veil and he kisses his bride. There is a connection that is made. They are now husband and wife. See, for those who follow Jesus, this is the image that Paul is saying here. We have no barriers, no veil between us and God as we contemplate the Lord's glory or his magnificence. To contemplate God's glory is to look at his goodness and love toward us. These moments of prayer and time with God 
are simply, God, here I am, I'm yours, I surrender to you. Time spent in his presence. Not asking, not bringing your needs, but just spending time with God. It is meant to feel less like work and more like resting in who God is, his goodness, his love, his glory. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church in Ephesus, says this in Ephesians 3, 17, 19. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now, in our family, we've kind of entered a new stage of life. My kids have now become teenagers, at least two of my children. They now want to go to their friends more, and they want to go to events, and they want to go to the gym, and they want to take us, us to take them snowboarding. The trouble is, they can't drive yet. So I've entered a phase in our home where I've become taxi dad, which has only increased the busyness of our lives. You see, busyness seems to be the norm in our culture, running from one thing to the next, and it's a go, 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 which leads to a state of fatigue that we can't seem to recover from. This is why being with God Spending time with God is so important. As Paul says, it is in time spent with God, we are filled to the measure, the full measure of God's goodness. Without this fullness, this time with God, we live out of self and self-motivation and self-driven and, and self-incentives, which, which leads to exhaustion in every area of life. But, but this type of prayer, this time with God, is you resting in and living in God. Not your performance, but your identity as a son or daughter of God, resting in how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. This fills you to now live in the fullness of God. Now look back at our, our passage in 2 Corinthians 3.18. As we contemplate God's glory, as we are spending time in his presence, not working at anything, not feeling like we need to perform or say the right words, but resting in God's presence, we are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. I don't know about your kids, but my kids love catching bugs. And one summer, they came home with a caterpillar in a jar. Now, of course, what they want to do, they create an ecosystem for it to watch the caterpillar form into a cocoon. And then later, actually, to my surprise, it was actually a monarch butterfly. The word Paul uses here for the word transform is metamorpho, where, which we get our word metamorphosis from. It is this idea of being changed or transformed to be more like Jesus in the Christian life. It's important to grab hold of this truth. If, if we are not careful, we take transformation in following Jesus our work. But what Paul is stressing here is transformation is becoming like Jesus. It flows out of a life spent with Jesus. I, t I tell my kids all the time, it matters who you hang out with. You become like those who you spend your most time with. It matters what music or shows or movies you are saturating your life with. The writer Huey Huey Tan actually said, you are what your mind looks at. You are what you contemplate. I want you to think about that for a minute. Those who you hang around, they influence you, don't they? The conversations you have, are they influencing your thoughts and your actions? 
maybe, maybe you have experienced this. You're watching the news, or maybe you're on your phone and you're scrolling through social media and you're listening to all these fear-based reports or political tension in our world and the concerns of our economy and all these things. And before you know what happens, you become anxious or maybe you become angry. We become like whatever our minds look at, whatever we are focused on. This is how God has designed us. You see, our brains are wired to take on the qualities or of whoever we spend time with or whatever we're looking at. When you think about this, when someone smiles at you, what is more often your response? You, you smile back. When someone yells at you or gestures to you on the highway, what do you want to do? Well, you want to yell back and maybe wave right back. What you look at or who you are around affects your response. So for those who desire to follow Jesus, to become more like Jesus, it is spending time with and looking at Jesus. Now, as I say that, many of you are thinking, well, that's easier said than done, and I agree. Pastor John Mark Comer states that for most people, when they desire spending time with God in contemplation, just being in his presence, we're often faced with three things, distractions, hurry, or fear. If you've ever tried to spend time in prayer with God, if you're anything like me, you become distracted. Your mind goes to a million different places. And if you're like me, I'll beat myself up over it. Jason, come on, man, focus. You're supposed to be praying. But that's not what God wants. He doesn't want you feeling guilty. He wants to spend time with you. So when you are distracted, and you, and you will be, just acknowledge it and refocus back on Jesus. The more you practice this, the longer you will remain focused in prayer. The other thing he mentions is we often struggle with hurry. To sit and spend time with Jesus without thinking about the next thing on the list is very countercultural in our world of hurry. We live in a world that is obsessed with entertainment. The next thing, the next video, stimulation fills our lives to the point that everything else just seems boring. In a, in a report from TikTok, the social media platform, it disclosed that nearly 50% of its users said watching a video over one minute long was stressful. And a third of their viewers watch these videos at double speed. To be with Jesus in the kind of way we're talking about, to be transformed by him means we have to slow down our pace of life and how quickly we get bored. It's about rearranging our lives around being with Jesus. To give God some time and attention. Remember, the greatest thing we get out of prayer is not just the outcomes of the prayer, but simply spending time with God himself. And lastly, many people struggle with fear, with spending time with Jesus, what that's gonna unearth in their lives. Because what often happens when we spend time with God, God brings to the service areas he wants to work in our lives, hurts that we're holding onto, struggles we are facing, and that can be uncomfortable as we become more aware of those areas. Whatever we are holding onto will come up, the hurt, Anxiety, fear, regret, whatever it is. All these things we are carrying around will come up and probably are actually coming out of our lives in different ways every day. However, as Pastor John Mark Comer also says, it is in prayer we create space for it to come up in a healthy space and for us to offer it to God to heal. That can be scary, but here is the truth. If you stay with it, if you spend time with Jesus, he will help move you through that fear 
to a place of peace, a place of healing and surrender to the Holy Spirit. Now, the trouble we run into as followers of Jesus is we attempt to live like Jesus and do what Jesus did without spending time with Jesus. A few years ago, our church organized a 5K run for a missions organization. Well, I decided I would run. Not a wise choice. We all lined up at the starting line and they sent us off. And just for some context here, I'm not a runner. I had been spending some time in the gym, but didn't do much running. And it didn't take long into the run to separate those who trained and those of us who didn't. Those who were prepared for the road ahead and those of us who were just sucking wind. I want you to catch this. If you are a follower of Jesus and you are not spending time with Jesus, you will begin to look like I did halfway through that run. You will slow down and you'll become exhausted because you are attempting to be like Jesus without first spending time with Jesus. This is why it is so important in the world we live to slow our lives down to pray. And I know it's, it's not always easy rearranging our lives around spending time with Jesus, but, but the best way to be transformed by Jesus is to create the space to spend time with him. It is an intentional rhythm of prayer in your life. Now, what does that look like? Well, it could simply be when you awaken every morning to recognize God has given you a new day. Asking the Holy Spirit to direct your thoughts, to give you wisdom, to sense his presence throughout that day. It could be maybe setting an alarm on your phone or your watch at a certain time of the day to spend at least one minute in God's presence, to realign yourself in that day. The idea is, as Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, is that we are to pray without ceasing. But for that to happen, we need to begin praying some of the time. To sit in the presence of God throughout your day, you first need to pause and acknowledge his presence in your day. To have this kind of connection, you need to make time, even if only for one minute, or two minutes, to realign your spirit with Jesus. And as you spend time in God's presence, you begin to connect to God in a deeper way. James Lindsay said this, it is in recognizing the actual presence of God that we find prayer no longer a chore, but a supreme delight. As we wrap up, let me challenge you with this. What does it look like for you to be with Jesus? What does it look like for you to, um, to be intentional about spending time in your life with Jesus? Remember, this is not meant to be a duty or a weight, but a joy to spend time with Jesus. The goal is to live each day more and more connected to God our Father, to be transformed into the likeness of his Son, Jesus, and to be filled with the fullness of the Holy Spirit, to do what he made you to do in this world. Remember. Trying to live for God before you spend time with God is exhausting. Being with God is the foundation of the Christian faith. What does being with God look like for your life? Start where you are. Start slow, maybe simply, but be with Jesus. Why don't you join with me as we pray? God, I thank you that you are a God who is not removed from us. You are not distant. You desire for us to come to you. I thank you that you hear us, but I also thank you that we can spend time with you and just rest in your presence. I pray for those who are struggling with rest, 
that they would find their rest in you. I pray for those who are struggling with worry, that they would find their peace in you. For those who desire to follow you more, I pray we would become more like Jesus by making time to spend with Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. God bless you, my friends. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Take care.